I thought you were dead. Sun out of your eyes and be yourself. I heard you were dead. She's dead, wrapped in plastic. That man's dead back then. It was worse than dead. He must be dead. Is this a dead man, Doctor? Oh, God! Oh, Jesus Christ! All right, I'm ready. Yeah, this is so weird. Oh, this is so weird. It's gotta be intro. How the fuck do we do this? <laughs> Tom is usually our intro guy. He uses those word things, I think, and <laughs> kind of zone out until... I don't know. Uh, oh, uh, uh, welcome to Roast Mortem. This is not Tom. Oh, no. What, what is, is he okay? Uh, well, I, uh, I think he's all right. We got He got hurricane. He got rocked like a hurricane. Oh. So I'm Travis. I am your Cody for this evening. I'm Dave, and I'll be your Tom and your Mike for the evening. There yes. you go. I yes. can't Hell yeah. I tried introing you. I tried introing you, but you've already yeah. been here. You saved my tuchus once. Thank Absolutely. you. Absolutely. I'm glad to be back. <laughs> oh, hell yeah. So if as a uh, weird mutant between Tom and Mike, mm-hmm. uh, what is your favorite porn to watch? Anything with two dicks. That's my favorite stuff. Yeah. All right. That good old Clay yeah, Dorrell porn is my shit. Jadzia Dax, <laughs> that girl, she could, I mean, she's, you know, she doesn't have two vaginas, but boy, can she take two dicks. What do you feel about the chick from um, the Total Recall? With three tits? Three boobs. I actually watched that yeah. for the first time really? this week. Wow. Yeah. Great. The first time? I think it's. Wow. Yeah. I think that's too much. Like, I, you only got yeah, two but, hands, yeah, right? But you, got, you, you got two hands and a mouth. Uh, uh, I'm that's into true. it. Whoa, mm. yeah. I'm into it. Oh, yeah. All right. You, you, you can't come on the show making that much sense, dude. <laughs> Keep drinking. This is not. You are not being a mic right now. <laughs> All right, so Dave, how was your week? Uh, my week was all right. Um, I am still working from home, uh, and I am trying not to complain about it because there's a lot of people who aren't working and et cetera, et cetera. But Jesus, fuck me. I'm so sick of my house. I sit here and look at this web camera for work like 38 well, hours yeah, a week. Thanks. Like, Thanks for doing it. Oh, more. no, I appreciate it. Uh, I, I appreciate coming on. This is uh, uh, this is my my favorite home away from home in the podcasting. Mm. Hell yeah. Otherwise, I've been playing a lot of uh, uh, City Skylines on my PC. It runs in the background while I'm oh. working. So I'm just and, and I got a whole bunch of mods and I have an ass ton of RAM and that game's kind of old. So like I can build this giant fucking city. Um, I'm about to crest 500,000 people. And uh, it's, you know. Can you drop like a little like Karangus, like a little plague in there? Like, is there a mod where you could just plague them? Um, yeah, I have to buy the DLC. I haven't bought that. Uh, but yes, there are natural disasters. Yeah, like a COVID simulator. Yeah. I like how that there was that one game there where, uh, where uh, was it? The Plague Inc. Where you oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> drop COVID. They added a mod where you can COVID everyone. <laughs> oh, dude. If that game taught me anything, just move to Madagascar. Motherfucking Madagascar every goddamn time. Yeah, and Greenland. Nothing's there. Mm. There's no one to infect. You just got to sneeze on the sheep, I think. Yeah. (laughs) Blow your nose on the sheep. Cody, how's your legs Uh, doing this week? Like I said, watch Total Recall for the first time. And goddammit, that movie is great for being in the school of 80s camp. Like, I was not expecting, like, the, the cerebral... Like back and forth of twists of that movie. <laughs> you mean well, you've got you know what I mean? on Mars? To me, whoa! Yeah, to me that that movie was just like oh, the movie with the chick with three tits. Well, got what it. about but like, two weeks? Two weeks. <laughs> 
Have you seen the right reboot? When he's... It, no. Colin, uh, uh, Irish fighty guy. I don't remember. Colin Farrell. Yeah, that guy. And and okay. it, actually, so the, what they did in the eighties is not the book. Um, the book uh, is told in the reboot. Like, and it has to do with like Mars a bit, but it's all on Earth, and I don't know. It's it, it's pretty good. It, it it doesn't really have anything to do with the first one, but. Um, the first one molded me, man. I, that and RoboCop. I watched that shit when I was like eight and nine years old, like over and over mm-hmm. and over again. That's, those are some of my fucking favorites. I think I always got a kick out of RoboCop because I had watched that 70s show first. Yeah, I was about to say. And then I watched RoboCop and I, 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 I'm like. so fucking old not, right now. It, it, yeah. <laughs> so old. And I'm like, why is Red fighting a robot boy and selling cocaine? <laughs> it's neck cocaine. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. Because it's the 60s and 70s, boys, oh. which is where our subject lives and takes place oh, this shit. episode tonight. So I, I want all of you. What am I, Chop segue, Livers? Thank you. I was just going to say. What? I didn't get to talk about my week. What? You have weeks? Dude. You do things? Oh, on? what? Are you trying to fill in for Tom here? Trying to be an ass? Someone's got to be an ass to you. <laughs> it's not right if it flies uh, without mention. What was my week? Hurry up. I thing. made really spicy spaghetti. I put too much red pepper in it. Like, I dumped a lot of red pepper. How much of the spaghetti did That's you good throw uh, I ate most of it, oh. surprisingly. And then my butthole oh. was, you know, I, I talk about a butthole a lot on the show. But, like, dude, red pepper flakes, when the majority of your poop is red be- pepper flakes. Woo! It sticks. That yeah. sounds horrible, it sticks man. on the rim. <laughs> hey, you know, I just it- don't waste food. <laughs> I'm a dumpster. Dumpster for anything. Uh, don't say that. <laughs> you can follow me on my OnlyFans account. Dumpster for anything. <laughs> oh. For those of you don't, that don't know, our latest Patreon content is Travis reviewing laxatives. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I took a lot of laxatives, but now my poops are firm and full of red pepper flakes. And that's my week, Cody. So thank you. All right. I'm All glad right. that people know about my butthole now- still. Y- yeah. Yeah. The great way to uh, segue crowbar jam that in well, to the episode. Yeah, I'm Thanks. so much less attracted to you now, so there's that. That's why he's got yeah. the uh, Skype anime tit background uh, <laughs> composited on his feed Dude, right now. And my butthole's so clean, it's chemically burned. Great. But anyway, Cody, who's on yes. the chopping block? On the chopping block, we have a man that lived in the 70s. That delicious segue that was working so well, but you diffused. We have a man that lived through the 60s and 70s, and I, this, this, this is the guy that is the epitome of 60s and 70s sleeves, Ooh. and I, wa- I want you to just get excited, because we're, we're going in that territory, and we're going deep Damn. behind enemy lines in this territory of 60s and 70s sleeves, and you're going to be like, no, Cody, he didn't fucking do that. I'm like, yeah, he did. Wait, Cody, Today, you are yeah. a, you're a man of 60s and 70s sleeve, sleeves. You roasted the guy who did uh, Sea Monkeys. <laughs> is this the same right. type of sleaze as okay so believe it or not thank you for the segue you redeemed yourself travis this guy hey. and harold von Braunhut, the sea monkeys guy might have been kissing in the back of a comic book because that's where they both advertise to children Whoa. one guy was just like i'm gonna sell children uh tiny invisible uh water monkeys sperm and the water. other guys yeah, sperm water. Good. Thank you for the contribution. 
And the other guy, tonight's subject, is like, I'm going to teach children how to fucking kill each other. For $5. For $5, I'm going to teach kids how to kill each other. The back of fucking shitty magazines, comic books. Oh, yeah. Like Soldier of Fortune and fucking bullshit like that. Yeah, yeah. It'd be like the fucking Polaris um, nuclear submarine for $7.98 and just be okay. (laughs) So tonight, we're talking about the one, the only, Count Juan Rafael Dante. A man that could finger you to death. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh, that's that's yes. good on the resume. It's <laughs> good on the curriculum vital. It would be good on an old English belly rocker across your Fuck gut. Yeah. Absolutely. But also we're talking about children here, so calm down. <laughs> eh, just a little bit. So uh, really quick, I want to thank the guy that showed me this guy. Uh, Twitch streamer, Sam Charlie. Cool guy. Hang out with him. Go subscribe. Go give him a view or whatever. Uh, what, what, thank you, what? Sam Charlie. Sam Charlie, everyone. Um, and also quick notes to begin with. Uh, karate literally translates to the art of the empty hand. Huh. So karate means no weapons. Unarmed. If anyone, everyone, everyone like calls nunchucks a karate weapon, just you're lying. That's not what that means. <laughs> karate is hand to hand, unarmed fuckery. Wait, you know Cody, I mean? we're talking yeah. about martial arts. We're talking about karate. We're talking about we're kung, talking about, kung yeah. fu. Of course, jujitsu. I told you, I told you, sleaze of the sixties and seventies. Oh of course, God. this guy is, is is a crappy like martial artist. It, it, it's a requisite. It goes in there. Does I am so fits. excited. What's his? I'm gonna. I need to see a picture of this yes. guy. I take it there are pictures of him. Yes, Count Dante. Oh, you, you you can take a peek in the yeah Count Dante, or you can take a peek in the chat uh, right now. There's there's his famous advert over there. I am uh, so. Don't excited. spoil anything. Yeah, yeah I am but so don't spoil this guy anything. Looks exactly like I figured he would. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, <laughs> I'm mm-hmm. so excited oh. because I can't wait to talk about my experience in jujitsu when I got a jiu-jitsu? brown belt. And I'm not just uh, because not just because my anus, <laughs> not just because no, my your anus, anus is red. red. It's not yeah, a red pepper flake red. belt. <laughs> so karate means empty hand. It's traditionally and only supposed to be without weapons. We'll see why this matters in a little bit. And uh, the appropriate word for someone that practices karate is karateka. Ooh, that's that that made a karateka with a K. Ooh. Karateka. Yeah. Yeah, I yeah, think yeah, I yeah. might be coming up with a so, fucking screenplay named Karateka. <laughs> I like. Yeah. It's like Karateka colon the revengeance or something like that. <laughs> or resurgence. Retribution. Retribution's the word. No, Karateka right, labes of steel. There you go. <laughs> Daddy likes. All right. So let's start this off. John Timothy Keehan was born February 2nd, 1939. To an Irish family in Beverly Hills, oh, Jesus. Illinois. Oh, fuck. Apparently, there's a Beverly Hills in Illinois. <laughs> I just that was one hell of a roller coaster. Yeah. yeah. His father was a doctor and a bank director, and his mother was a well-known socialite that appeared in the newspaper. So you can imagine cushy childhood, nothing. To but do. little did they know they were raising a karate master. Yeah, they did not. They were oblivious just to this. Irish people. Irish, Irish karate masters. Right. Who's ready? Uh, John lived a typical cushy childhood. He attended Mount Carmel High School, where he took on boxing as a extracurricular. He's uh, like, like fake fighting. Bo- yeah. Box is like, like okay, so like he, this is a gentleman's fist fight. Like you have to adhere to these rules. And then in, in like two thousand or like nineteen ninety four, MMA comes out, and everybody's like, oh. You mean I can just punch him whenever I want to? 
and then boxing is just like nothing. It's everybody realizes it's 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 the wrestling of fighting. <laughs> yeah, it's if you think about it, it's just two torsos yeah. fighting because you're not allowed to kick. You're not allowed to hit below the belt. It's just a it's just a matchup of torso. I mean, I do you want to watch two sweaty men hit each other, or do you want to watch two sweaty men grapple each other, all while the voice of Fear Factor Joe Rogan is <laughs> announcing how yeah. they screaming and touching oh he's twisting their nipples now he's got his grundle in his face oh my god now he's gonna eat a fucking big bug oh <laughs> oh yeah okay i see it. um thank you uh after john's scholastic career he didn't go to college but he tried his hand out in the military for a spell initially enlisting in the marine reserves and then transitioning to the army during his time in the armed forces john makes the very dubious claims of taking part in covert operations that ran guns to the likes of Raul Castro and Che Guevara. Oh, I, I, another roast I, I kind of like him now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Wait, but, so he's like, this is like the '60s when he's doing this shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's so more yeah. like or the '50s, '50s, yeah, '50s, yeah, yeah. '50s. We're gonna get into the '60s and '70s. Uh, right now, actually, after being just discharged around 1962, he returned to Chicago and earned his black belt, and then his second degree black. Ooh, belt. I was one of those kids that just thought, oh, it ends at black. Fade to black. No, you can go. Dude, above you got that. Dan's man. Not just the guy mm, mm. that you know. It's a Dan. Your belt is. You've leveled up. Now you're a man that probably sells weed named Dan. There you, you got go. seven of them. I'm a karate master. I'm just telling you the works. Like, I didn't write this shit. You're an unarmed master. Yeah. There you go. Uh, our boy John Keehan would go on to compete in the North American Karate Championships of 1962. John made it to the finals, but was allegedly DQ'd for sparring too roughly. Contrasting reports claimed he was knocked the fuck out oh. <laughs> and lost. <laughs> so th- th- this this guy's already kind of like, mm, are you full of shit? Probably. So start thinking, regard him as such. Hold on. Did we, did you guys, either one of you guys do like martial arts as a kid? I feel like uh, Cody and I, gr- uh, us growing up in the 90s, like martial arts was like a big thing. How about you, Dave? Um, it yeah. was. I, I wasn't into it, though. I, I was mm. I was a skateboarder until like through and through. That's a martial yeah, art. I, I I didn't do the martial arts thing. You, you, Skateboarding's a martial art. It, is it? Uh, is you're kicking and yeah, flipping. I am. I'm doing that. There you go. And, well, <laughs> and is parkour because like you know, I mean, it, it's it's the French art of running away. <laughs> yeah, that's martial arts. It's the French, French martial exactly. art of escaping and retreating. Uh. Dude, I loved when they used the martial arts during World War II when the Nazis showed up and they parkoured. Yeah. <laughs> they put a welcome mat out and parkoured. They didn't even run. They just like set their guns down. <laughs> Cody, did you take martial arts when you were a kid? Taekwondo, motherfucker. But here's the kicker. I was four. Oh. <laughs> I was four and didn't understand disciplinary action. So I just thought I had a, a sick old sweet cheat code. Where like my sensei was called Master Row. He's a badass, and he 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 was the guy that would like run up a wall and then kick like flip off the wall and break two boards like on the dismount. But like you'd be like, all right, punch with your right hand. Four year old idiot Cody would punch with his left hand, <laughs> and then just like continue um getting the hand wrong, and then he'd be like, all right, you go over there and sit out. <laughs> so I thought I had a sweet cheat code for like free time and a break by punching with the wrong hands but i he was in reality just putting me in the fucking corner for time out yeah and this happened this happened for like two months straight until like someone that 
understood English well enough tattled on me to my mom. He's like, he's being an asshole. Tell him to listen to the sensei. And I was like, oh shit. Cody just was- doesn't know his left from right. He's doing the I, I, dyslexia. That's two months of fucking karate le- or taekwondo lessons wasted, man. Yeah, I only got to like the yellow belt, which is I think just one above yeah, white. Yeah, I did fuck ton of martial art. A little chunky Travis, a little chubby boy, like kind of looking like the kid out of the Goonies. <laughs> Uh, like I did so much, many martial arts. I did, well, I, mainly jujitsu. Really? I told you, I got a brown belt. I actually broke my collarbone doing some chunky rolls. Oh. I was fucking hitting rolls. I was like jumping over things, snapped my collarbone. And that was the end of that pretty much. <laughs> brown belt? <laughs> did make it to brown belt. And then I did Kung Fu for like, uh, really? I did that for like a year. And that's where I learned about the prodigy. Cause it was so non like non like martial you know like there wasn't any like discipline in it it was just like yeah fucking listen to the fucking prodigy and fucking punch the wall for a while bro <laughs> oh kyle foo yeah kyle foo anyway yeah all right so we got a little a little martial arts in our four-year-old blood uh so uh b- our boy john kehan further sharpens his sweet karate skills and expands his fighting horizons much like our own travis here he dabbles in aikido and he also dabbles in judo uh while john is competing in tournaments he realizes the power of press and audience and marketing and hype believe it or not um thanks beatles for instance yeah 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 yeah. for instance the time-honored tradition of punching through a big old stack of bricks seemed to get a lot of uh notice and press and pr so he's just like watch me watch me uh break this chimney real quick so he capitalized on this and took to smashing uh, bricks to build hype. He was very mediocre at this, as he would frequently break one or two bones in his hand every photo shoot. <laughs> was this a, was he a big man or a, like six, six foot? foot. Okay. Six foot, about uh, a little over two hundred. Okay. So he not, said not Irish massive, ginger. But... Not massive, but uh, maybe maybe like uh, bouncer. Gotcha. Bouncer for a gotcha. nightclub big. Right, and he wasn't doing the real shit when the, you see them like break cinder blocks and shit. Like it's like hollowed out a little more, so like it's easier to snap uh, the fucking cinder. Yeah, they're block. perfurated yeah. bricks. Like those dudes who like like hang three bowling balls from their dicks. Yeah, Ooh, yeah, those Dude, guys are. Those guys are. Why is that necessary hey, in self defense? I, I guess you can intimidate fuckers <laughs> away from you. Some fucking Kegel Kwando. <laughs> oh, <laughs> good episode title. <laughs> There you go. Uh, John eventually gets enough notoriety and uh, PR to open his own very humble dojo, uh, but not so humbly priced dojo as John charges 20 bucks per month, you know, to your average Bobby Hill to you know come in and throw punches on these mats. 20 bucks is a lot. In like That's 60- my purse. <laughs> I don't know you. Yeah, that 20 bucks is like crazy. That's like a hundred dollars yeah. a month. That's more than Amazon Prime or Netflix subscription, which I feel like is all you should spend on a fucking martial art. <laughs> That's a good metric. I like that. Don't spend more than Amazon Prime and metric on a martial arts. Stream. Well, I, I recently uh, you did you guys I was talking about Rogan before, but like he said that video games were useless and that you should do things like do jujitsu and martial arts because like you'll be more successful. It's like who the fuck is making a profession out of jujitsu? But there's plenty of Twitch streamers, right? <laughs> that is true. Good point. Good counterpoint. Yeah. My if you got big tits, show them on other sites. Not Twitch. Don't need martial I... arts. Oh, man. We'll talk about that later. Maybe when the microphones aren't hot. But uh, again, John notices like the flashier, like the outside signage and his 
And as leaflets are, the more enrollment, a.k.a. the more bank he gets. So he starts becoming this hype sensei, not really focused on substance, but more of uh, the flash. He, he cares more about the icing on the cake than the cake He's itself. hyping the hype he instead, of, getting... instead of practicing yeah. his, his martial arts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he, he's, he's catering to pe- what people want to fucking see. So he's giving so, out free egg rolls at all of his shows. Like you never even tried one of these sixties wife. Is that this called egg roll? Is that is that racist? What the fuck? What's going on here? He's Irish. Yeah. <laughs> hey, we were indentured servants. We're gonna get all culturally all over the board because this guy is just a fucking mystery of cultural identity, and we'll get there. So Johnny is like, let's let's give the crowd what it wants, and as you can bet. Crowds want fucking blood. So Johnny starts hosting these no rules, anything goes, cement floor, no padding, no pulled punches. Fuckers walk out with fewer teeth and they walk in type tournaments. That's kind of cool. So it's literally underground fighting. Like one or two steps above fight. Gotcha. You know what I mean? It's not a diner basement. It's still a dojo. But they take out the padding, no mats, bare knuckle, this, that, the other. Now, thing. is he doing and this with little Timmy and little Jimmy is like <laughs> six and seven? <laughs> probably not. Okay. That's probably the day shift okay. and they transition to the night shift. Like, and they're like, I can just see like, you know, Van Damme hanging out in this joint and like, you know, every, yep, everybody's yep, yep. just hanging out, like waiting to kick the shit out of each other. I love it. Yep. I'm think I, I, I envision envision Norton and Pitt and fucking Fight Club. So it's literal blood sport in his fucking dojo when, you know, where's this at the proper authority, Chicago. Chicago. This is he is transitioned to Chicago. All right. So, in Illinois, so it's not so much. In Chicago. It's gonna, It's not so much uh, Norton and Pitt. It's more like meatloaf. <laughs> his name was Robert Paulson. <laughs> so fast forward a few years. 1965, John and a fellow karateka named Doug uh, got super drunk. And attempted what is known as a dojo storm on a rival dojo. Now, if you don't, if you don't know what this is, this is actually oh, a very time honored. It's a very time honored uh, tradition called dojo yaburi that originated, you know, in Japan, but we're in Chicago. But this came, this comes from Japan, and essentially, you get your boys, you go throw a little disrespect at a rival dojo. <laughs> you forgot the tea. Yeah, yeah. You throw a little disrespect at the rival dojo until someone comes out. And challenges you and challenges you for the big honor, the big big honor. <laughs> big Wait, honor. so he big honor. He, he's like Doug San. We need to go over to fucking the yes. uh, the other side of the bridge in Chicago, yep. and we're gonna go get Djibouti on this fucking dojo. <laughs> Djibouti yep. sounds like, like we're gonna, something we're gonna, from somewhere else. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. We're gonna we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna cause a little trouble. They're gonna come out. They're gonna challenge us, and we're gonna fight for honor. And that's literally all you fight for. You fight for honor, but there's sometimes uh, you inherit the losing dojo students just because they don't want to affiliate with a losing Bunch dojo. Losers. So it's for honor, and sometimes students are on yeah, the line. It's extra twenty dollars a month every student. There you go. So, however, the disrespect uh, John Keehan planned to incite the challenge was actually strapping dynamite to the front of the dojo. Whoa! <laughs> yeah. So this is one of the gentlemen that. Can't tell when he's gone too far. And he's drunk, by the way. He's very drunk, just strapping dynamite with Doug to this rival dojo's like business front. He's like, this will show him. They're going to come out and want to fight me after this. I think he's mixing up the Eastern and Western martial arts because to me, it sounds yes. like he's doing like, like IRA foo. 
Yeah. <laughs> like nail bombs. And- <laughs> Again, karate means empty hand, not a hand with fucking TNT in it. Yeah, these are definitely the bad guys in, like, you know, karate movies. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. So, Chicago PD sees two drunk guys strapping a bunch of dynamite to a building, and they're just like, what is going on here, boys? <laughs> they get arrested? They get arrested, but uh, they get slapped on the wrist because this is, like, the 60s, right, right. and they're white. Do you think uh, they were yeah, in their yeah. keys so, when they did it? Oh, I am sure they They got drunk and... <laughs> suited the fuck oh, yeah, up they, they're, they're, yeah they're just wearing their like karate scrubs or whatever they're called yeah, yeah. And, yeah. and he's got two black belts on because you know he's a double he's a second degree <laughs> yeah. and like a, a third one around his head <laughs> yeah, like <in> a tie. <laughs> so the cops show up and they charge our boy johnny with get this not domestic terrorism but attempted arson huh. it's like uh, explosions fire same thing Put him in the truck. Dude, pre-9-11. <laughs> exactly. Way pre-9-11. <laughs> Way pre-9-11. Well, yeah, this was, Dude. what, the 60s? So this guy, this guy, could, that's like, that's like before AIDS. So you could really be a sleazeball. And the only thing you had to worry huh. about was like herpes. You know, that was the worst it got. You know, there was no yeah. AIDS, you know. Like you could herpes and jury duty. Yeah, was like the worst that was thing that, that was it. The sixties, the sixties, you could be a supreme oh. sleazeball, especially if you mm. were a white guy, and and you, there were very little repercussions. Like, oh man, what a time to be alive! I I, I think I fuck. Yeah. I was born too late. Yeah, and there's no internet. Yeah, everyone's you know hyped I mean? up like, on amphetamines, and then like it's it's normal. <laughs> it's normal. There's no internet. If you get a fucking record in one like township, you just move eight miles to the next yeah, one. Yeah, they don't know who yeah. you are. You can give them a fake name if you well, want Well, actually, to. the school that uh, Cody and I went to, the high school we went to, my dad graduated from the same high school, 1970. And there was a kid in his grade who, I mean, this is like way long, I mean, the 60s, way long before Columbine. The dude dressed up in a whole bunch of Nazi clothes and shot the front of the school with assault rifles Whoa. or whatever, whatever it was back in the day. I don't know the most assault you can get get in 1960, but he just shot the front of the school and like it was in the papers. MP4. Yeah, it was in, in the trouble? papers. He got in trouble, but like, I don't know. It was like a don't do that. Yeah. You're, you're, you're 15. Yeah, don't boys, do that. <laughs> yeah. Boys will be boys. Right. Where do you get Nazi clothes? In, I don't know. Where were you guys? Uh, Halloween Spirit. Oh, What's up? Spirit Store. <laughs> where, where'd you guys go to high school? On Long Island. Long Island. Oh, in New York. Okay. So where do you yeah. get where do you get fucking Nazi clothes in the fucking sixties in 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 New well, York? The, uh, your grandpa's yeah, closet. grandpa's closet. Actually, the Nazis Hugo were Boss. pretty pretty big in the in the area of the Hugo <laughs> Boss. Yeah. Hugo, Hugo, Hugo. So he gets arrested for quote unquote attempted arson, and he gets sentenced to two years. Of probation, <laughs> but he he starts fostering this persona of bad boy, like sensei bad boy. You know what I mean? I'm gonna go rogue. He's got this big kick energy about him, and uh, to to you know really show um people around him that he 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 meant fucking business. He um buys a lion, what, and just starts <laughs> walking it around on a leash what? in Chicago. Yeah. In Chicago, again, there weren't laws regarding this. Oh so. my God, there was no Carol Baskins back then. <laughs> no, there's no no uh, Tiger King fuckery back wow. then. Wow, he, he's just walking around with a fucking lion on a leash, just being like, "Hey, you should come to my dojo. Yeah. Check this out." Wow, dude, I I lifted this shit from India. Tiger, it's kind of close to Asia. You should come to my dojo. You know, what? I got sell said lion sell free hot dogs at the dojo. 
he he kept the lion in the dojo, and one of the chief complaints of his students was the dojo smelled like cat piss. For some, huh. I don't know why. I don't know why the dojo <laughs> smells. Do like you think that smells like one really big cat pissing, or like a hundred cats pissing? Like, do you think there's a difference? You think it's the? He probably charged more for it. It's just like I have fighter. I've got like, the, the spirit. Yeah, I've got tiger lion pheromones in the fucking air. I'll put it'll put hair on your chest, Susan. No, uh, so this guy's the Mountain Dew joke. drinker of of karate guys. Yeah, okay. oh, yeah, fuck exactly. Yeah. We're it'll it, it only fucking ramps up. Is this a here. single fucking, man? Is this a single man like uh, swimming in pussy right now? He's got to be. You have no he, idea. Dude, this, you have this no is the idea, type of dude who... who you have no dude, idea. How, how many girls do you think he raped? <laughs> That's true, yeah. He's, he, probably, he's got an avalanche. He probably rapes an avalanche of women, but he does it so well, like, it's the 60s. feverishly and quickly that they don't know what happened. <laughs> they're oblivious. They're, they're just like, oh, did I get put into like a, a fucking spin cycle for the last like seven minutes? <laughs> I guess that's what happened. Anyway. So he's walking this lion around. The lion like is peeing all over the fucking dojo. Lion gets out of the dojo one day and actually tries to kill a fucking horse that's dragging a cart. It was a whole fucking ordeal. Oh, Chicago. Uh, wow. Yeah, I would. I would. You know, movie tickets are like fucking. You know, eighteen ninety nine nowadays. Like, can I get a time traveling ticket? I don't want to fuck with just anything. Watch. Just let me like just yeah. watch. Yeah, dude. Let me just- you're yeah. gonna see a lot more people jerking off in the streets and like tigers eating horses and I don't know, <laughs> lions, tigers. I don't know. It's gonna be cool. You'd be like lions, shit, tigers, shit falling out of windows. Like Fuck. I don't know, people just, just threw shit out of the window. Wait, okay, so Cody, you'd go, you'd go yeah. watch a tiger in Chicago. I'd maybe go watch, I don't know, Midway or Pearl Harbor. Travis, <laughs> Travis. We all have our own. Travis priorities. wants Fuck to go you. watch fucking Pee Wee Herman jerk off in his fucking. <laughs> Iconic. Yeah, it's an iconic moment in history, right up there. Come on. We'll ask you to not disrespect an artist. (laughs) Think about if Pee Wee didn't jerk off in that in that adult movie theater. What would we? There'd be no war in Afghanistan, no war in Iraq. Like I don't know. Right. World peace. Cold fusion happening. Anyway, the probable animal abuse doesn't stop with a lion. In 1967, John purchases a bull and oh. starts hauling it around town in the back of his pickup truck. Does he milk its hanging prostate? Hanging signs off of the trucks. Does he What's milk that? its prostate? Did this guy no, invent Red Bull? No, no. Ooh, Taurine, maybe. No. <laughs> Wait, this is a real but bull or like a... It's a real fucking uh, okay. bull. He goes and gets a fucking bull. You Dude, know, why is this surprising no, to you? I'm just he was say- just walking around with a lion, fucker. I'm just saying, this, that's, like, that's like, you know the dudes that get like, uh, they have a pickup truck and they put like the American flag on it? This oh. is fucking running up those guys. I got a fucking bull in the back of my fucking pickup, dude. Yeah, he puts a fucking bull How in the back. How much more American can can I be? Oh, yeah, Steak. there's so many of those. Hamburger live, dude. So many of those. <laughs> so many of those. He's got this bull in the back of his truck, and he's going around. He, he's showing it off in the middle of Chicago, a metropolitan area. Jackass. And he's like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to kill this bull with one punch at this time and date. I'll show you. Show up. So he's 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 hyping an event where he intends to one punch a fucking live real bull. And he's showing the bull. He's like, hey, I'm going to kill this thing. I'm going to kill this thing. It's going to be awesome. I'm that bad of a fucker. I can one shot. That kind of sucks. You're like, I don't know. I feel like I'd be friends with the bull at that point. Yeah, you're driving around with it. Right. 
Like it's yeah. totally pulling pussy for you, you know. Like that's a good wingman yeah, role. Like for sure. that's fucked up, and now you're gonna kill yeah, it. Yeah, and he's mm-hmm. probably milking the prostate and getting the taurine. You honestly getting think the he's taurine, gonna kill He's getting the taurine right from the source. <laughs> he's he's milking from it. The tap. That's a good episode. Taurine from the tap. That's the perfect descriptor of our boy. So he's, he hypes this event where he's like, I'm going to kill this bull with a single punch. However, in the weeks approaching the scheduled killing, John delegates said task to a 17-year-old student named Arthur. Hey, you're going to do You're going to kill this bull for Dude, me. it's your bare hands. And one- it's not Arthur. It's Arthur-san. <laughs> Arthur-san. <laughs> Arthritis-san. So Arthur's 17. He's hyping up this teenager. He's making this teenager believe his hands, his fists are deadly weapons. Oh, oh sure, Dante. I'm going to punch that bull right in the face. Not Dante yet. Not Dante yet. Still John. We're still in John. All right, Sensei John. I'm ready to, I'm ready to punch the bull. All right, please. Oh, Sensei John. <laughs> Sounds worse, actually. Sensei John. It's like that sounds like where you get tacos in the Midwest or something, or sushi in the Midwest. Sensei John. Yeah. Like a food yeah. truck. So bulls are mad sturdy creatures that have been naturally and selectively bred not to be fragile. So I don't know what it would take for a 17-year-old named Arthur to one-punch a bull. His best chance would be just crawling down like a fucking circus barrel cannon yeah. and firing himself, himself as a at the bull. Dude, you yeah. know that kid walked around, he's like, Hey, Susan, will you go to prom with me? I'm gonna, I'm gonna punch a bull in the face. Yeah. This... So best case scenario, if he gets shot out of the cannon, they'll both die at impact. But no, I hope the bull gores this fucking kid and fucking Dante. Right. And lives. So here comes the crazy pill. Uh, The Chicago PD and the Chicago SPCA call up Arthur and are just like, don't kill that bull, man. (laughs) (laughs) He's a 17 year old. He's the bull is in no mortal danger. (laughs) Like, the police is telling the 17 year old, like, well, that's because the SPCA called the cops and we're like, hey, you can't fucking let him do this. Dude, yeah. I want to see Arthur San punch that bull. The bull's going to wreck him. <laughs> uh, Arthur claimed if he was met with any resistance from either organization, he would just drive the bull to a public road or parking lot and kill it there. I'll show you. With one punch. Yeah, with one punch. One punch, mind you. This is all one punch. Uh, call me naive, but doesn't like taking the bull into a parking lot entirely defeat the purpose of the event in the first sure. place? Like you're hyping up like the dojo, like, hey, look, this is the great dojo where we can kill bulls with like a bitch slap. And you know what I mean? If I if I saw a bull get killed in a dojo, I'd be like, this dojo, the sensei knows his shit. But if I saw a bull get killed in like a White Castle parking lot, <laughs> I'd be like, oh shit, I ended up in Florida somehow. <laughs> I gotta leave. Uh. Like right, fucking. The, especially if it was a seventeen-year-old. Bad it's, salts rage down there. Yeah. Ooh, oh. Now we're talking. <laughs> that seventeen-year-old punched a bull's face off. <laughs> Shit. So I'm sure you're all curious. On the day of the event, John let the dojo fill up to capacity and then canceled due to potential litigation from the SPCA. So he's just like, "Oh no, we can't do it." I only told you once you got in here and paid admission, but we can't do it. I'm sorry, right. dude. Fuck the government. We, you know, the government's going to ruin us because we can't oh. punch bulls. It is our God-given uh, right The SPCA to punch bulls. is not a government agency. I'd just like to point that out. Uh, All right. Well, yeah. I don't know. I want to see Ron Paul punch a bull in the face. Fuck yes. <laughs> what Dante should have done was just load the bull up on Xanax and then just get Arthur to slap it just before it passes out. <laughs> like, oh, he did a good it. move. Yeah. Okay, so now, the year is 1967, and 
you could bet your frenulum that there's <laughs> no fucking internet. So there's no way to fact check. So this 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 dubious truth or this dubious non-truth teller called John Keehan can just lie and just do as he pleases. Dude, I just think like how much better of a world was it when you could just walk around to a different town and be like, I did this. I'm a yeah. wizard. <laughs> well, well, look it up. Look it up. Go look it yeah, up. Google it. Book or some get, shit. Yeah, go read the wiki. <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah, you'd have to go get a fucking library card and find the big old fucking world book. <laughs> yeah, the book of the worldwide book. Yeah, yeah, the worldwide book. <laughs> fucking deal with that. So let an, let an unchecked, never-ending avalanche of self-serving lies begin. At the age of 28, John Timothy Keehan legally changed his name to Juan Rafael Dante. Oof. He then prefixed the title Count to his no. name and claimed to be an offshoot of Spanish royalty. Oh, fuck. Why? He claimed to be uh, of noble lineage that changed their identity and fled to America uh, during the Spanish Civil War to escape unjust oh, persons. for fuck's sake. Of course he did. <laughs> he's like... He's like, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm special. Look at me. I'm your sensei. Uh-huh. But, it's, but it's the divinity of of kingship or some shit, right? Yeah, nobility. Or he's got he's he's got good blood, right. or Something in his veins. Yeah, it, that he's yeah, he's just trying to fucking get yeah. that. But, but also, so we're gonna call him Dante also, for the why, rest of this. Why Dante. are we going? Yeah, Dante. why are we going with Spanish royalty? Like, couldn't because he, he's a white. Fuck. I know, but couldn't you be? He can't no, say no, no. he's couldn't from. You be like, like, couldn't you be? I mean, this is after World War Two. You'd be like. Uh, my my dad went over to uh Japan to fight the Japanese, and he ended up hooking up with uh ancient sensei's uh, wife. And now, and, now and, I have and, and it was bestowed. it was consensual, and <laughs> yeah. and he totally cucked this dude's wife. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and he called them Japanese, not the abbreviation. Of it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> So I am now forever known as uh, Yuri Makabala Dakichi. That's good. Nice sidestepping the racism. Yeah. I appreciate it. Uh, Yuri. He's Yuri now. He's really Yuri. Yuri. No, he's Dante. We're calling him Dante for the rest of this show. Uh, Dante seemingly did not do his uh, due diligence in picking his name, as Dante is classically an Italian name. <laughs> uh, he's an Italian Spanish. martial artist. <laughs> Forget about it. <laughs> so keep in mind, he's an Irish guy pretending to be Spanish with an Italian name. Wow mastering Japanese fighting arts. Wow, this guy is a mess. Careful, we're gonna get weird. So, uh, Dante started to adopt a new flamboyant personality. Think like uh, WWE type so it was the switch the from WWF to WWE. They re- they rebranded themselves. I wish Tom was here. I wish Tom was here. You tell you know. Dude, that happened. happened like well, that would happen like early two thousands. It was WWF really? when we were kids. Yeah, I know the, that. The Rock and, all, and Stone Cold Steve Austin also like started, and it was WWF, and then they did the switch. Yeah, over. dude. Mm. He, so he's getting greasy right now. He's getting all greasy. He's getting greasy. Uh, he starts rocking a purple cape, day glow, yellow fishnet leotards, <laughs> and a pimp cape. No. Oh my god! Yes, he rocks the curly afro and starts sporting a tribal cut pattern in his beard. Oh, that's the picture I saw. Yep, wow. you probably saw it. Let me see if I can send Travis that in case he has Yeah, let me see that. Because also, so now he's like infiltrating another people group. A people group? Yeah, he's, 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 um, uh, this is a cultural appropriation. Yeah. Oh, yes. dude, uh, like, he's got. Like a massive scale. He's from got so like, many different cultures. He's got riffraff fucking uh, facial hair. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. That's, dude, that's that what Joe Dirt facial hair. Yeah, straight Joe mm. Dirt riffraff. You just don't grow there. <laughs> I know that's a black and white photo, but one of the most striking things people would notice about Dante is his facial complexion. 
Was he a bronze and Adonis, you might ask? No, he was a red-faced weirdo, and it was makeup. He intentionally made his face up to be slightly redder to tout some kind of superior circulation about him. Oh. It's like my my blood flow is in. Just take some niacin with the universe. Fucking do it. Do it the right way. Doesn't red doesn't red skin mean that you have poor blood flow? I don't know, but we can talk to like fucking Alex Jones and his male vitality before and after. (laughs) (laughs) All it did was made him redder. Uh, Red red face. Ah. Thank you. So, these crazy, wild, wacky life changes aside, uh, even though Dante's main hustle was the Dojo Sensei game, he starts uh, running some side hustle in 1967. Mm. And you're thinking, hmm, sleazeball, 70s, 60s, uh, is he dealing some cocaine or shaking down some protection money? No, Count Dante opened an establishment called the House of Dante. I thought you were going to say- A beauty salon. A beauty salon? A beauty salon. Yeah, he cuts hair, man. What? That's why he's got the. That's why his pristine facial hair is good. That's why where he gets the makeup to make his face look um baboon ass wait, color. Wait, it's, wait, uh, how? Just, just, just let it happen. <laughs> Set dojo sensei and hairstylist, and you might think like, okay, he's a crappy hairstylist. No, he's phenomenal. He's the preferred salon of the Playboy Playmate Bunnies. What? Oh, yes. Chicago bank. Yeah. So, like, this is where Hugh Hefner, a, another uh, roast mortem's past subject, sends his bunnies to get their hair. Wait, he sends them all the way to Chicago? Well, I don't know. <laughs> the fucking local ones. Oh, okay. But um, uh, Dante would headhunt amongst his teenage JoJo students as means of cheap labor to provide the salon with. So it's like, hey. I know you just got your uh, green belt, but uh, you can make a little money and meet some hot women cut in half. Green belt means you are officially a colorist. <laughs> you can only do highlights, like, yeah, though. Only yes. highlights. Give me a nice balayage and uh, <laughs> a little fucking, you know, I don't know. That's the only word I know. Yeah, you tried. I don't know any much. Good, good, good. So Dante was owner, stylist, and licensed cosmetologist of said establishment. And I, as I said, eventually earning the honor of being the preferred uh, Playboy Bunnies salon. Uh, Dante claims he took all of those bunnies home and fucked them. Sometimes two, three at a time. Good for him. Virile. See, he 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 kept the bull and he milked his prostate on the regular. <laughs> yeah, very didn't die. Obviously, the cow makes and milk. The bull makes man. Other milk. <laughs> <laughs> man milk nether milk uh, okay so i don't understand why we're roasting this guy so far so fucking good like i'm uh- ah we'll get there <laughs> we'll get there don't you worry my friend so around this time dante begins marketing to the idiot children via the back of comic books much like past roast mortem subject harold von Braunheim. dante sold a pamphlet that taught two count them two martial art techniques number one was called dimmock and dave you know a little bit about that. I do. Like uh, that that that's to, like the uh, um it's been called a whole bunch of different things, but you see it through anime and and like the crappy, you know, be kung fu flicks or whatever. That's like that like it's like the the touch of death or you know like like there's like a how a man can finger you exactly to death. you you literally <laughs> like it's just a, it's like a set of touches it, it, i mean it was even at the end of kill bill that's how she kills bill you yep. know like right all like those that's, like pressure that points dim, yeah they called it something different you know but like that yep. concept that's a that's a that's been a through 
a, a, a line of uh, there's of a plot point for kung fu movies since they started. You know, like the One Punch Iron Man. Monkey. You know, like there's all different iterations of it. It's it's interesting. Dim Mac is is was like allegedly like the real way to do it, but oh, I mean that's just what I heard. You know. Uh, I don't think it's real. I don't think it's I mean, fucking you, real either. You, you can kill a fucker with like a punch if it's like to the neck or the face. Well, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, you can punch him in the heart. Yeah. You could just take a gamble and punch him in the heart. You might get that arrhythmia going, you know? Yeah, that's true too. There's there's many a horror story related to sports. Maybe that's how it happened. Some guy was like, I'm just gonna tap you right here and one really <laughs> fucking lucky yeah. Asian guy was just like, Oh he's yeah. dead now. Dude, yeah, I, I don't, that I don't was, believe it. I think it's a bunch of garbage. I think, I think, yeah. little pudgy Travis, little little pudgy Travis. The worst thing you could have taught taught him in jujitsu was pressure points. Because I used to run around and just give people pressure points all the time. You did. <laughs> yeah. You'd be this. You'd be the kid buying this. Oh yeah, dude. Oh, I'd be dude, like, yeah. He, he he's he's dim maxed so many fucking people already. Yeah, I'd, I'd be talking to I'd be talking to my friends with like a honey bun hanging out of my mouth. Like, yeah, my my sensei knows how to dim mock them. I'm gonna touch you real good. Oh, yeah. How many people did you Dude, kill? So many. Played so it. many. Played it. So first thing was dim mock that it taught. The second thing was called the dance of death. <sighs> Even though that sounds exotic, it's pretty much just circle stra- circle strafing your opponent and more or less lynching them to death. Cool. Lynch. Lynch. Yeah, you just yeah, you just walk around them and then you hit him in the kidneys and then you hit him in the knees and then it ends with like a coup de gras of what is essentially a curb stomp. Oh, oh. but how do you walk not around? Welcome. Them? Oh, I'm sorry. Sorry, it's a different podcast. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> but yeah, this this is like assuming like your adversary doesn't track you. I don't know. It's totally useless. Like, why would you ever circle strafe? So is he doing it's those? It's a video game. You know, That's evil, why. I feel like you guys have all seen that sensei or that master that like, you know, they they have their pupils, but then they let the pupils just let them do whatever to them. Right. Like they're like, oh, if I throw a punch this slow, you're, and the guy's like, right, right, I'm right. Gonna hit you here, 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 here. Right. Like, how do you and get behind, like, get it behind all, someone? All <laughs> like, uh, I don't, like... Unrelated to this, but I, I, I saw some research of, like, this, like, fake, like, cosmic um, martial arts where, like, like the sensei is attacking with his, like, life force. <gasps> I've seen that. <laughs> you know I've what I mean? I've seen that. And, yeah, and everybody's and I, in on it. Everybody, he's just... Everyone's in on it. Everybody's in on it because he's, like, just, like, not even, like, touching these people. It's like it's like he's and, doing hadoukids, you know, or whatever, and people are fucking, yep. like, fake falling down and shit. Oh, Reiki martial arts. Oh! Yeah. It's like, it's uh, like, I, it's like the, the Sunday morning, you know, tele, televangelists with the magic jacket or, you know, yep. whatever. Yep. Like, yeah. Yep. And I saw the very, very, very unfortunate um, circumstance of a legitimate martial artist challenging um, uh-huh. one of these shaman senseis, oh, no. and it somehow transpired. It, it went down, and, <laughs> and this guy got his ass Yeah, the whipped. shaman sensei tries his, like, Kamehameha Ooh. wave, and the challenger just fucking plays chin I music. I think it's pronounced yeah. Kamehameha. I, I'm Hawaiian. There's a royal king. I know. King Kamehameha. Yeah. yeah, Kamehameha. Uh, what do you guys got? Like 12 letters, right? That's why that's, that's why everything repeats itself like eight times every word. <laughs> oh, the, our alphabet is only like 18. 18? Letters, yeah. I thought it was 12, but you know, that's that's how much I care about other I cultures. I could be wrong. Get 26 <laughs> or get, get wrecked. 
30. 30 would be right? cool. We should, we should have a letter just for dicks. Yeah. There should and just a be a letter for be equal. dicks. Dicks I mean, and veg. That's what yeah. the eggplant and peach. Yeah, it's exactly. <laughs> exactly. Uh, Jesus Christ. So the uh, uh, dance of death is just like circling a guy and beating the shit out of him. And this sold for five bucks. Pamphlet. And you would also get a 67 five bucks. And like, mind you, you would, al- you would also get a free of additional charge black. Dragon Fighting Society membership card. A card? Dick. Was it even laminated? Oh, yeah. Probably not. Nah. No. Uh, Travis, if you would be so kind to read uh, a little bit of the copy of the right, ad. Popping up. Well, which which I, part do you want me to read, Cody? You see where it says under Deadliest Man Alive? <laughs> Count Dante is the undefeated Supreme Ch- Grand Master of Fighting Martial Arts. Dante wow. won the world... Won the world overall fighting arts championship, master and expert division. After defeating the after defeating the world's top master, judo, boxing, wrestling, kung fu, karate, aikido, etc., etc. Wow! <laughs> On July first, nineteen sixty-seven, the World Federation of Fighting Arts crowned Count Count in parentheses the world's deadliest <laughs> fighting arts champion, Master Dante. Wow. Yeah, you know how many kids got hopped bucks? up on that fucking paragraph, dude? Oh you know yeah, how many, dude? They're frothing over this. They were all fucking. There's the card. Oh, there's the card. If you can see it on the advert, Black Dragon Fighting Society membership. Card. Oh, so many kids were Good. carrying that in their little chain wallets. Oh yeah. I don't think they had chain wallets back then, did they? This is, is where back, came... back before well, the chain was invented. I think this is the origin of the chain wallet. <laughs> <laughs> this is actually he, story. and then he went on to form Fox Team Racing. <laughs> I I well I won't embarrass myself. Wait, but, you uh, have <laughs> like a, you have a Fox up. Team Racing wallet? Don't chain. read into it. <laughs> Fuck off. Anyway, so these ads would be right next to uh, Sea Monkey ads, aka Harold von Braunhut's ads. White um, supremacist, by the way. I don't know if yeah, you yeah, listened yeah, that Nazi. episode, Dave. Yeah, Great. no, that was the first episode I ever listened to you guys. <laughs> <gasps> I'm honored. Uh, very honored. Um, you. These the, the the fighting techniques outlined in this pamphlet. Yes, pamphlet. Uh, <laughs> was it a trifold? Was it nice? Made, was it glossy? It was, was nice. It, uh, you may have actually heard. Was of it one? one of, wait, hold on. It, was it one of those mad magazine things where like you could fold them together and like see tits? Oh no. yeah, <laughs> I remember those. Oh my those god, great! <laughs> I've never heard of those. You've never yeah, seen Yeah, these? Mad Magazine, they'd have like a, it's like a mural on a page, right? And, and, and it shows you on the other side, you have to fold it from here to here. And then it like it turns it into a whole different fucking picture. Origami. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, origami. It's tits. like that porn nowadays where you have to try to cross your eyes and it looks 3D. You seen oh. those? <laughs> Magic eyes. <laughs> yeah. VR porn? Yeah, no, oh. it's poor man's VR. Oh. <laughs> uh, I can't afford that shit. Yeah. What? I, Oculus. It's expensive. Anyway. Uh, you may have heard of one of Dante's techniques, actually, because it it, it circulates the internet for being uh, absurd as shit, and it's called um, "Monkey Steals the Peach." Oh, that's Count Dante. Oh, whoa! All right, my that silly diagram yeah. is Count Dante's doing. Monkey steals the peach. That's whoa! That's fucking. That's just crazy. Right. That's wacky. Do you know what All we're right, talking so about? So, for Travis? someone that doesn't have a podcast about like. The worst things on the internet and uh, <laughs> knows all internet humor. Uh, let all me right, know. You ready? I'm gonna teach you. I'm gonna teach you a monkey how to steal a peach. All right, Travis. You gotta wait for your opponent to do a high high swipe action. Right. right? Yeah. So high swipe. You duck under it. Uh-huh. Right. And you backhand his scrotum. <laughs> steal the peach. 
you backhand a scrotum and you reverse the action and just claw the scrotum yep. out. Whoa! Right in the Monkey steals the peach. That's co- yep. Monkey steals the peach. So it's a backhand into a claw into a just And he just taught this to kids. He taught this to kids for five fucking dollars. Dude, it's not surprising because There's my, a- my dojo, the dojo I went to, he was like, if you're ever in a street fight, just fucking get them nuts, put them in your mouth, bite as hard as you can. Laugh through them. I've never seen a monkey steal any fruit by opening it with a backhand, but yes, monkey steals the peach is a Count Dante. Wow! Yeah, and there's like a picture, like a like a silly little diagram. Yeah, there's a little diagram of like a guy. That's like the little ninja. Old days of the internet. That was one like like that was early memeing, and that's funny. I didn't know that that's where that came from. I've seen that image since you know 2008 or whatever. You know, on you know fucking whatever image dumps I used to go to. 4chan, 8chan, fucking everything these days. Fuck, I hate the internet. Fuck you guys. <laughs> that's a Dante thing. Uh, I'm looking at I'm it right now. Yeah, that's a pretty mean gi, and he's fighting a fucking... Did you pay $5? Uh, Did you dude, pay your $5? Ninja. <sighs> oh, wow. What is this? This is a vagina. No, it's, it's like Winrar. <laughs> well, it's like Winrar, a Reaper. You don't really have to pay. Yeah. Dude, Napster, brah. <laughs> oh. Your boy Dante sold enough of these pamphlets to establish three more dojos, earning somewhere north of $1 million. Five bucks at a time. Five bucks at a pop. That's allowance money. This man is building a fighting empire. is this guy more, uh, is his company worth more than Tiger Showman's? I don't (laughs) know. Because, like, Tiger, do you guys have Tiger Showman's out there? What the fuck is a Tiger Showman? It might have been just an East Coast thing, but Tiger Showman's Karate. It was literally it was like a chain karate joint. It was a chain karate joint. No, we and didn't have those out here. I don't think we have any chain karate joints out here. We had a chain, a couple of chain MMA joints, but then those went away. Like COVID. chain. We have chain gyms, I think. LA Fitness or fucking hmm. whatever. But no, I don't think we have any chain. We had a Hoist Gracie, and <laughs> there were a bunch of those. I remember that. No, <laughs> oh my god. All right, so I've never actually looked up who Tiger Showman is. Uh, this is mainly just for you, Cody, because you know about Tiger Showman. Oh, okay. But uh, yeah. it also, it's very New York. Because you can tell that this guy is a showman. Whoa! <laughs> that is Tiger Showman. How, his, his pecs are know. like abs. Yeah. His pecs are like part of his abs. Dude, yeah, those they, aren't penis lines. Don't That's stop. like penis, uh, like Riviera. <laughs> the south of France? Yeah. Okay. It's a vacation destination. You know what I mean? Uh, Good looking sensei. That's Tiger Show. Local joke. I love it. Yeah. Uh, well, so 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 is a White Castle. You you said White Castle. I don't even know what you were talking about. Dude, they have one in Vegas. That's apparently my closest White Castle. I've seen the fucking ethnic movie about the Stoners. Okay, I get it. All right. Now Dante makes bank selling killing techniques to children in the back comic books for five dollars at a pop but this is where his critics start coming down on him he gets called a charlatan a liar um reporters are obviously curious and they go see what he's about and dante welcomes them into the dojo and you know gives a very general interview and if the reporter wants anything more they've got to step in the ring and fight him with dante (laughs) they have to fight him and fight him they gotta they gotta they gotta survive at least they got Dante's fight me like, for the story. Yeah, Dante's like, that's all you get. You want more, Step dude? That's how the White House conferences should be. You want to know more? <laughs> you want to know more? Fucking Rose Garden brawl. I'll I'll jump right into the fucking ring with Donald Trump. 
any day of the week. All you gotta do is like get him winded a little bit and then like keel over. (laughs) Yeah. I feel like he's not used to being hit with an elbow. No, I guarantee not. No, 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 no. I guarantee you that guy's not used to much. (laughs) Yeah, he's like, did you hit me with an elbow? Isn't that something pores do? (laughs) (laughs) You come away with like a big orange streak along your on your forearm and elbow. I'd wear that like a fucking bad I think I heard about this in Queens one time. It's uh, dropping bows, isn't it? (laughs) The droppeth of boweth. So reporters, he he challenges all these reporters into the ring. Um, This guy shows up to Muhammad Ali's house and is just like, fight me. And does he? I don't know. He's a prize fighter. Muhammad Ali is just like, why would I risk myself getting hurt with you when I have a match, you know, on Friday? (laughs) Like, I never understood why, like, people, like, prize fighters, even though they're, like, six foot, you know, 200 pounds of muscle, rock a security entourage. It's because of shit like charlatans like this. That's like that uh, Colin McGregor Floyd match that happened a while ago. But they fought on boxing terms, and Colin McGregor got shit kicked out of him. Because it's because, and yeah, you're you're holding yourself back by via regulation and rules. Ba- yeah, battle of torsos. Uh, Dante claims the best fighters he's ever taught or sparred with are pro am football players. That that pro am okay maybe professional slash amateur oh. football players. So okay, maybe that's true. But you're undermining your function as a sensei when you're saying. Oh, big guys hurt good, <laughs> you know, because you can't you can't teach a fucker to be six foot tall or two hundred and thirty five pounds. Yeah, you got to teach so the one hundred thirty five pound five foot three guy how to beat a six foot tall. Right. Yeah. So being a sensei is teaching is 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 a teaching of learnedness, discipline, and courage. Dante's just like, oh, all you got to do is be six foot two thirty five. Yeah, son, <laughs> uh, be a good. These fighter. are called moon boots. It's like you're not what? a sensei if you're doing. He's that. from Chicago, not yeah. Boston. What the fuck, man? Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Son, these are called m- moon boots. And- you just got to put these on. You got to jump, and you'll hit the guy in the face. You're too small. You little scrawny boy. Do you imagine if Chuck Norris like tornado kicked in moon boots? And that moon would shoes? be sick. I'd pay for that. Even. Even now, even today, he's like what seventy four, saggy and freckly, <laughs> Christian as shit. Anyway, in nineteen sixty nine, Black Belt Magazine officially blacklists Dante yeah. as a whack job charlatan. So, so also, this this Don't is why like Bruce Lee's prop popular, right? I mean, Bruce Lee came oh, up yeah. in like the sixties, yeah, yeah. and Bruce Lee, Bruce Lee showed up to his two count Dante's blood match, <laughs> blood sport matches. The ones without fucking. Did he fight in them? And he no, no. He was there was no fighting, which is kind of why I didn't want to mention it because it's kind of like a fall flat note. But Bruce Lee was actually one of the people that was like, "What's this about?" I hear there's yeah, well, no hold bars well, fighting going on in this. Bruce dojo. Lee was legit. He probably showed up. He's like, they got a fucking bull in one corner. There's a fucking <laughs> lion. It smells like fucking cat yeah, piss in like here. I gotta get the piss. fuck out of here. What the fuck is going on? And he's like, Nah. And Dante had no respect. <laughs> Dante had no respect for Bruce Lee, just dismissing him as a Hollywood stuntman. He's like, oh, I can't learn nah, anything dude. from you. You're G Kondo's legit. That's some fucking Cowboy Bebop shit. Cowboy <laughs> Bebop. Um, to retaliate to um, the martial arts world calling him a charlatan, Dante wrote a scathing article entitled Karate is for Sissies. <laughs> <laughs> so use weapons. Here he cl- Yes. Here he claimed many traditional martial arts were ineffective in real, quote-unquote, street fights. He criticized the accentuated ceremony of karate, kung fu, and judo. So this guy's throwing a tantrum on how the martial arts are too artsy. Oh. 
So oh. he pioneered his own fighting discipline, his own martial art that would be practical in a street fight. Well, you, all you fucking gatekeepers are fucking, you know, keeping the martial arts from all the fucking regular people. Mm-hmm. I'm going to fucking take it back. I'm going to fucking give it to the everyman. He called this fighting technique not karate, but Dante. Oh, Jesus. It's literally his name with a hyphen in the middle of Go it. Go fuck yourself. Like, this is the art of So, the, a little history fact here. This is not the only time that a, that a white white boy of course. has made their of own, course. like, brand of martial art. It's probably happening right now. As well, no. One of the first ones was, and, and maybe we can look <laughs> into this guy. Maybe I'll take a look into him. But I forgot his name. But he made a thing called Bart Jitsu. This was back, the, Bart Jitsu was back in like the early or late 19th century when they were just kind of being introduced into Japan and this dude, this English lord showed up and like saw jujitsu. and he's like, I'm going to do this with a cane and we will Is slap Is he dead? People. Can we roast him? Yeah. Oh yeah, he's definitely dead. Oh yeah, dead. We're, gonna, we're probably going to oh. roast whoever made Bart Jitsu, uh, but yeah. Get fucking up in there. Love it. Um, Dante claims to be uh, participating in these uh, Kumite uh, Thailand death matches at this point, and uh, it's 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 kind of weird because everything's dubious. Thailand says their country doesn't hold these, but like you know, the government of Thailand doesn't know everything right. that's happening sure. in their fucking country. And also, it's Thailand, so it's fucking Thailand. Um, some of the seedy underbelly fuckers say, oh, yeah, we, we do have these blood sport death matches. But they also say if a white guy ever attempted to join one, we'd just kill them outright. <laughs> he's an appetizer. And um, yeah, he's, he's like flipping shrimp into jobbers. his hat. Right? <laughs> yeah. Uh, Dave, you slay me uh, with a shrimp joke. I'm a sucker for those. <laughs> Haters that Dave provides. Uh yeah, so Thailand, uh, but at the same time, he's like, oh, I'm, 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 I'm playing, you know, blood sport, Kumite, Thailand, death matches. He, he's seen in his own dojo. You know what I mean? Like, so you can't be in two places at once. Oh, yeah, yeah. So he's like, How are you in Thailand you know what I mean? like, and Chicago at the same fucking time? Uh, Has he moved to L.A. <laughs> yeah, yet? I feel like this guy has got to have to move no, to L.A. He lives and dies in fucking Illinois. Weird. So, like, that's how, like well-traveled this gentleman. <laughs> I grew up in middle Illinois, and now I live in southern Beverly Illinois. Hills. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what is that? Uh, uh, Neo, Neo Chicago, right? Neo Chicago. Song. Oh, yeah. Thought Cops. Thought Cops. Thought Cops, shout at us if you uh, have taken any Dante lessons. <laughs> Ooh, Dante. Right. So Let's talk about one fellow uh, sensei called Jim Consovich, and he's a he's a friend of our boy Dante, and he runs his own dojo. So you know, not the same students, but friendly. Uh, Dante calls up Jim one day. He's like, "Hey, bud, I'm gonna need your uh, most fearsome students. We're gonna do a little Ooh. field trip." Ooh. And Jim's like, "Yeah, where are we okay. going? The zoo? I'm you gonna go fucking beat no, up he, some monkeys or something." Dante is vague as fuck for a reason. So Dante's like, "Yo, get your get get your best fighters. We're gonna we're gonna do hop some on fun. the magic bull. <laughs> we're gonna go and have some fun. We might get really tiny and go inside a body and take a look at the rectum." Or we might just look at the sun for a while until our Is eyes. Is that a PBS fall out. show? Yeah, Magic School Bus. Yeah. Hell yeah! Jeez. <laughs> oh man, dude, PBS cartoons, man. Great. That's where it's at. No Red and Stimpy. No Rockers Modern Life. PBS. Get smart. Neil deGrasse. Anyways, 
So Dante calls up Jim. He's like, yo, bring me your most fearsome fighters. We're going to do a, a thing. Uh, Dante was intentionally vague. And um, Jim pretty much rounds up the two scrawniest kids in the class and the one pudgy kid. And oh, it's, it's Travis. <laughs> Travis, if he was prepubescent. Hey, I, Keep that in mind. I assume all these kids are prepubescent. This might be a beard. This might just be a wig on my face. <laughs> oh, if it's not a merkin, it's a, a, a what? Facekin. It's a web. Fur. It's a webkin. Facekin. He's a fur. Yeah, I'm a front. I'm a fronter. Burner. This is my the front of my face, <laughs> and I also have hair. A lot of hair on my back, which just means like a backkin. That's disgusting. We're in weird territory. <laughs> You're getting now. less and less attractive as this show goes on. Dave, to me. he's not trying to impress I'm, you. I'm here. Well, I'm, I thought he was trying to get laid, I'm but try, you know, I'm, hey. I'm trying, dude. I'm trying. This is the best I can. If you ever see me in a bar, I'll, you know, I'll be like, oh, hey, check out my back hair. <laughs> I thought for a second you said if you ever see me in a barn, and it just made that joke <laughs> much funnier. He's the bull. He's going to get one punch by fucking Count Dante. Yeah. <laughs> Milk me. <laughs> uh, yeah, well, you know, some oh. very energetic things come from my rectum. <laughs> Moving yeah. on. Dante asked Jim, yo, move get some guys. On. We're going to do a move thing. Move on. I'm trying. Yeah. Yeah. Really fucking, fucking trying, move on, man. bro. Bull semen. Wait, what's Jim the joke? Ra- <laughs> uh, Jim rounds up two scrawny kids, one pudgy kid, and they all meet up. So it's Jim, Dante, the two scrawnies, the one pudge. And I imagine the three kids are prepubescent. So Dante takes everyone. It's a fivesome, I think. Dante takes this fivesome this to the rival JoJo. And Dante starts hyping them up. He's like, "Ah, yeah, let's 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 go sparring and show these rival guys what what what." See, I'm fur. like imagining this this grown man and like a bunch of boys like walking up to this place mm-hmm. and like a guy Richie in like a Two guy Richie man, sequence, like it's like fucking like sure they got acne and shit and they're like, oh yeah, we're gonna fucking punch somebody. Oh yeah, yeah, that's that's what he was hyping. He's like, we're gonna get in there, we're gonna. We're going to show our rivals what it means to be, you know, fucking practitioners, karatekas. and <laughs> Practitioners of karate. Oh, my God. That's a yeah. good episode title. <laughs> there you go. And the said dojo, the said rival dojo was called, I shit you not, the Green Dragon Society Black Cobra Hall of Kung Fu. What? The so Green Dragon Society Black Cobra Some Hall. Some Kublai Khan shit. So, yeah. They all, they all show up there and Dante's like, are we ready to get him? Let's go. Dante fucking kicks the hall of the dojo open and starts flashing a fake Chicago PD badge <laughs> and screams, you're all under arrest. Don't move. <laughs> and there's three fucking preteens behind him just trying to look tough. Oh, my God. Because they were just hyped up into the situation. Dude, wow. I, I bet but, this is I bet that scene has played out many a time in the 90s in a local Starbucks. You know the, the 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 strip mall dojo. All right, boys, we're gonna go in there and get get it. <laughs> I don't and like. I imagine this like whole build up, and it's really nicely shot, and you know, uh, music's mm-hmm, good mm-hmm. and everything. And then they kick the door open, and everything is just crickets. <laughs> like nobody like black moves. And, it goes no, black everybody's and just white. like looking at him. Like, what the fuck are you talking about, dude? Get out of here. Yeah. Right. Oh. They wanted them out of there, but they were tipped off to the presence, so they were ready. A counter ambush <gasps> had it. been organized nice. to counteract Dante's quote-unquote fake police sting. <laughs> so, 
half a dozen green dragons were ready to defend the dojo. Like the they thought clan? this was yeah. They thought this was a dojo storm that they earnestly needed to fight back. Oh, they thought Dante would have brought adults. They brought kids like martial <laughs> well, that's artists. A, that's a pro fight. move because what adult's gonna like punch a fucking thirteen year old in the face? Like <laughs> right. Well, then that just means that everybody's on Dante. Yeah, yeah, that's true. No. But Dante can Dante, use the children as human shields. Oh, perfect yeah. move. So Dante sees there's like about half a dozen green dragons already waiting for him and that the badge isn't, you know, he was already tipped off. The badge isn't going to work. So Dante drops the badge and pulls out a pair of nunchucks. <gasps> That's not karate. It's not karate at all. <laughs> <my first lead. laughs> so Dante pulls out a set of nunchucks and starts twirling them around and very awkwardly scrapes the cornea of a green dragon. <gasps> ah! <laughs> kind of fucks a guy's eye up. And then a second green dragon, seeing the threat of weapons being pulled into this feud, pulls an ornamental sword off the wall and rams it through Jim's ribcage, mortally wounding Wait. him. Dante? Jim, the sensei of the three kids. Oh, oh no. shit. So he's like, you brought weapons, fuck you. Takes a sword off the wall, and, runs it through fucking Jim? Jim. Jim is dying. Jim is bleeding out. Jim is realizing this is not a fucking field trip. That Dante but said this, that escalated quickly. This is also one of those like gas station knives, right? Like it's not supposed to be used on anyone. It's probably <laughs> yeah, it's, it's good for it's one stab. Exactly. or whatever the fuck it's called. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So Jim is bleeding out. Jim realizes Dante did not ask for a cheeky civil sparring match between dojos. Jim had unwittingly agreed to aid in a blood feud of Dante's, and he brought three kids with him. So with his dying breath, Jim barks retreat orders to his three students, and they just run at the sight of their sensei bleeding to death on, like, a dojo. Oh, wait, so are are you supposed to And they're dirty furners that killed him, too? Like, oh, man. Man, that that must have been traumatizing. There's some PTSD in those those kids. Yeah, it's... it's, (laughs) Were you supposed yeah, to ask the question there? No, this is Jim. This is Jim. Dante's alive. Dante asks uh, Jim to bring his students to the Green Dragon. There's a lot dojo. of Jims and like white people names, and then there's Dante, and I knew yeah. he had a white person name, and then now he's Italian. No, Dante is John. Green Dante is originally yeah. John. No, those guys are like probably not named Jim. <laughs> but so, when does it? When do the not Dante, monkeys show up? Do they have fucking wreck? I don't know. I don't know. It was the green monkeys. The silver monkey was the room in the history. All right, Cody. Whatever. This You're welcome. Fuck show. you. I just, I'm high on Hot Pockets. Right <laughs> <now>. <laughs> so Jim Konsevic bled out telling his three, what I assume are prepubescent students to retreat. Um, the cops are called because of corpse. <laughs> yeah. You know dead guy. Means? The Chicago PD show up and there's a dead guy. The green dragons are there just like, hey, man, we were stormed. This was self-defense. Cops just fucking arrest everyone they can. Everyone inside. They find count. <laughs> yeah, they find Count Dante in the fetal position underneath the desk in the office. What? <laughs> he ran in the place with nunchucks, and now he's in a fetal position. Oh. Don't forget the fake badge. Oh yeah! Wow. So, there's a cor- Jim is dead. Jim dead. Uh, he's dead. Age twenty six. Dude, Jim, you had so much yeah. more to live yeah. for. Everyone's Far arrested. Too soon. Had a lot more hot dogs with the wrong condiments on them. I like Chicago dogs. Yeah, but it's wrong. It's okay. It's not it's wrong. It's wrong, it's, it's, though. Eh. There's, no, there's no wrong or there's right. There's wrong and right. You're a man. I'm out. a man. We can still make sweet love. There's nothing <laughs> wrong with that. 
So the legal proceeding was an absolute shit show. The presiding judge asked the Green Dragon that, you know, actually did the stabbing why he had done so. And they're just like, we were defending the dojo. Fuckers came in. We were tipped off. We fought. They pulled out a gun. They not a gun. They pulled out weapons and we used weapons, too. And then the ju- the judge asked the uh, the, the fucking prepubescent kids, like, why, why were you Field trip. storming this we're dojo? Field trip. Yeah. And they're just like, uh, our sensei told us we were doing something. We're doing an extracurricular. Or oh, something yeah. Today. I get extra stars on my belt. <laughs> yeah. I got a gold star for this on Tuesday. <laughs> Wednesday, my sensei got stabbed to death by a fake sword. <laughs> and then the judge realizes like, oh, this guy Dante coerced Jim to round up students to go on a, a blood sport wow. field uh, day. Or dojos. Uh, thank you, Travis. And it's just like, so Dante is most culpable because his actions brought everyone together. So, so. Well, I mean, all this talk about blood sports and stuff like when does the French uh, American actor Jean Claude Van Damme make his appearance? Because he, I mean, we're right there. Way, dude, he's been Aww. he's been there the entire time. He's in the bathroom. Of, he's do, he's, you know, he's in the bathroom. He's been, he's of been the above dojo. us doing the splits the whole time in the rafters. Yeah, just waiting. <laughs> yeah, just smoking and mean mugging. Yeah. <laughs> this is legal in the country I am from. <laughs> this is this is condoned. So anyway, the judge is like, all right, Dante is the most guilty, but because the the guilt is split like three or four fucking different ways right now, is Dante guilty enough to pin a murder charge? No, 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 no. He's he's free white and over 21 in America. Yeah. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And and Dante had a superhuman defense attorney. Oh, his name was his name was Cooley. Isn't that a racist term towards Indian people invented by the British? Yes. I don't know. Thank you for pulling that. Cody, fuck you. The Cooley, you can't say that. Cooley. Cooley. Bob oh Cooley. God. Is that like B O B space C O O L E Y? C Uli. Cooley argued the killing can't be pinned on Dante, as Dante had originally only wanted hand to hand combat and the nunchucks were used in self defense once he realized a counter ambush was set up. Oh, so, Wait a minute, wait a minute. You can't can't count my ambush. (laughs) Nunchucks in self-defense. You can't triple stamp a double stamp. Yeah. The judge saw the nunchucks as non-lethal because they weren't edged. So he's just like, he didn't show up to kill anyone. He got away with it. He definitely got away with it. He should have brought your other guy, your other charlatan in the comic books. What was his weapon that he made? The the Sea Monkeys. Oh, uh, Harold Braun, Braun Hutz, Kayuga M5. Yeah, the Kayuga M5, which sounds like a telescopic whip. Is it just an M5? Telescopic whip. Oh. Imagine a limp nightstick that telescopes. Oh, whoa. (laughs) I feel like I'd really hurt myself with that. Oh, yeah. That definitely (laughs) put One of the first toys I ever got as a kid because I loved Indiana Jones as a real bull whip. (laughs) And I hit myself in the face. That's not a toy. Not, yeah, dude, we got. I think we got it from like the Disney store. Like this is back then when they were just like, I don't know, give kids a fucking bullwhip. Like who cares? Back then, when I was in college, fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> so at this point, the judge's brain short circuited. The judge declared everyone was slightly at fault, but not enough to put murder on anyone. The judge barked, you're all lunatics. You're each as guilty as one another. And no murder sentence was put on it. Wow. So So somebody got murdered, but nobody got charged with murder. Nope. Weird. Dead body, no murder. No, the judge was pretty much so sad. This is Napoleon Dynamite hasn't existed yet. 
but this is what it would be if it did exist. Yeah. So Dante was hell yeah, we got off and like you know high five the hands of his fellow dead sensei students. Whoa! I, I, I like to imagine he handed out coupons. Right. Or, you know, half-off enrollment half at his off. dojo. Yeah, I mean, you ain't got a sensei no more, so, you know, come on over down my spot, and uh, I'll teach you how to... Maybe 20% off. Yeah, I'll teach you how to kill somebody with, like, you know, one touch. <laughs> I'll finger you to death. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, tremendous PR fallout for Count Dante. It gets out that he's fucking using kids to settle blood feuds and shit like Dude, that. Dude, kids are best used um, as human shields. I'm just saying. Agreed. Stop no, saying, saying that. If you're ever in a stop saying that bad situation, pick up the closest thing that's underneath your knees and fucking hold it in front of your face. The best use for children is is when you gather large groups of them together and then use them for political clout. That's my favorite <laughs> use for children. Oh yeah, pedestal. That's like uh, what YouTube does every time they try to make money. <laughs> mm. That's what Twitch Fortnite. is doing. <laughs> So with mounting criticism, Dante swears he's retiring from being the aggressor of dojo beefs. So he's like, I'll fight you, but you got to come at me in the ring or I'm, I'm going to fight you in self-defense. I'm not going to go out and fucking cause a fracas for anyone. Anymore. Anymore. Unfortunately, this was not the case. <laughs> As it, a few months later, Dante beat up two guys who had besmirched the honor of the fake Spanish coat of arms emblazoned on Dante's side door <laughs> of his Cadillac. Oh, for fuck's sake. This fucking guy so Dan- is for real. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so Dante, brown Cadillac, had a paint job of the Spanish coat of arms. And what I assume must be two Latino guys that know what the Spanish coat of arms should look like start making fun of this Irish guy's <laughs> non- Irish, Irish like, guy with an Italian name, Spanish coat of honor on his American yeah. car uh, that he bought uh, by teaching uh, Japanese martial arts. Yeah. Okay. Yep, yeah. Yep, yep. And this was in a liquor store park. <laughs> of course, of course. <laughs> well, yeah, in Chicago. Somewhere somewhere in mm-hmm. beautiful Chicago. That's where, every, that's where everything goes shit. down in Chicago. It's either in front of a liquor store or Chili's. Or, or an Arby's. Or an Arby's. But uh, also, like, what was his on his coat of arms? It was like, uh, just the most. Well, it was, it was this... probably the most Spanish thing you could think of. So it's like a paella, and then like Barcelona F, uh, FC, and then that's it. Like, that's, there you go. Is there a reference to the Spanish flu of uh, 1918, or is that racist? Too soon, bro. China virus. I'm sorry. What? <laughs> Weird. So, um, Cooley comes back to the rescue and saves Dante from Cooley going to jail. Cooley can't say that word. Over beating. What do you want me to call him? Mr. Cool? Yeah, Mr. MC cool Ice? Cool. Is he like the, is he just one of those people who are like, you know, gone, they just go by one name? He doesn't have a last name? Well, let's call him Bob. Well, it's Bob Cooley. We'll Robert, Bob. Roberto. Roberto Cooley. Roberto. Yeah. Roberto Cool. Okay. Roberto cool. So, thanks to, <laughs> thanks to Roberto. Roberto saves Dante from a stint in prison after beating up these two guys in So he's a good lawyer, expensive lawyer. He's a good, he's a great lawyer, but he's he's like, dude, you you can't be doing this anymore. Like I'm sick of this. Thanks for the business, but you got to keep your you got to keep our asses out of trouble right now. Fly, you know, start trying to fly straight. And a few months later, Dante in, uh, incited a bar fight after being called a fruit in a Chicago bar. <laughs> Somebody called him a fruit, and Dante threw a punch, and a brawl erupted. And I don't know why Dante is taking offense to the name fruit because he's in a purple cape sometimes with a 
fucking Daglo yellow fishnet leotard. He sells things in the back like, of comic books. That guy called me a fruit. <laughs> You know what I mean, but like, what kind of fruit? Because I like fruit. I don't know. Some fruits yeah, are manly. Like fruit. Look at the yeah, but bananas are definitely manly. It, it's impossible to eat one being manly, but they are. It's a very phallic side. fruit. Well, so. I don't know, Dave. You're saying it's impossible to eat one manly. I'm just saying, what's so manly, not manly, about eating a banana? <laughs> you, don't call me out on that shit. Come on, man. I can be homophobic if I want to be. Right? <laughs> I'm just saying. I it's think the right. Dorian. I, dude, I'm so straight. I eat my hot dogs from the middle. I eat my Chicago dogs <laughs> from the middle. You just take a bite out of the out of the fucking banana right right in the center with the right skin the, with the skin right. on. And I don't even peel skin it. On, yeah, yeah. <laughs> just like, the manly way. Dude, to do I'm it. all about Man. Dorian fruit because it smells terrible, and I just go right in <laughs> my nope. whole face. Just <laughs> oh, this smells like <laughs> shit. Yeah. Mm. So Mr. Bob saves Dante's ass yet again, and presumably in his own house, Mr. Bob, the lawyer, snaps at Dante. He's like, what the fuck, man? You can't be doing this shit. Like, <gasps> I know I'm on retainer, but you can't be doing and then this. And he did the touch and of death. A touch, a very light touch of death was applied to Mr. Bob's job. What? <sighs> Mr. Bob claimed his chin burned for hours afterwards, <sighs> almost corroborating the dim mock story. Like, he swiped at me, and it was like a bitch, like, finger like, <laughs> yeah. eh, but it hurt but I, I think he was so probably I don't know if bob's got like really no, I think tender it was skin probably that uh he was like petting a cat for a while or you know and like he yeah. got all that oil and all the that muscle oil memory. Like, on his fingers well, was, and you get that cat scratch fever right like oh so, yeah, whoa or or maybe it's like maybe it's like uh, on travis's background there like his face was the supple sweater meat Oh, the orange sweater meat and the guy's and his hand. <laughs> you see what his hand is doing to it. It's destroying the 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 heavenly shape. Yeah. There. So, so I have. Yes, Travis has anime titty. Well, background it's not Cody. It it's Cody. It's not a background. I keep trying to tell you that this is just what's happening behind me, and I'm I'm, I'm so much more professional. Where I don't need to turn around. I don't need to see them big ass titties. I'm here for you guys. I'm here to help the show. So you're welcome. I have restraint. I'm a man. Whatever. Tits are natural. So, Bob. <laughs> so, I- including yours, guys. Yeah, including mine. Mine are all natural. <laughs> I, I can sell I can sell me- milk by the, the ounce. I can't do it too I much. That's how it works. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think that's how it works, Travis. Dude, I, I wish someone Ready? would do that to me in anime style. Like, I want to see these get squeezed. It's a date. <laughs> it's a durian. <laughs> it's a durian. All right. So uh, allegedly, maybe lawyer Bob gets a little dim, like non-lethal dim Mac done on his chin. He's like, what the fuck was that, Dante? Dante's like, I'm sorry. I lost my temper. Let me make it up to you. Dante puts a gun in Bob's <laughs> What? And Dante's, Dante's like, watch me catch one. Aim for my Dude, chest. He's trying what? to catch a bullet? Yeah, Dante's like, I'm sorry I did that to you. I lost my temper. Now Let me make me. it up to you by showing you how to catch a bullet. And he puts a gun into Bob's hand what the fuck? and asks Bob, shoot him. And Bob is just like, no, Dude, we just want Bob Cooley. Bullet yeah, we just it. Here's the thing. A defense lawyer is the worst person to try that bluff. Yeah, right. Yeah, he because knows he knows rules. how to get people off murder. Yeah, but also, but also we're going from like insane, like Napoleon Dynamite esque. Like I hang out a liger type of guy. To now the Columbine kids, they're like, I get, to, right. I get, to, I played. It's all over the place. Bullets, dude. Yeah, Easy. The pumped up kick song is playing. Yeah, you know. 
you go. Yeah. Trench coats this everywhere. Is, that right, gets yeah. dark. I catch bullets. What? <laughs> I catch bullets. The year is 1974. Dante endeavors in even more side hustles, encapsulating the sleaze of the time. Yes. He opens up porn shops. Fuck yeah. And used car dealerships. All right, back in the grace of used car dealerships and porn stores. (laughs) Fuck yes. And don't forget the dojos and the beauty salons. Dude, this guy. Multi hustle. What is he? He's got to be laundering, right? There's something else going on. Okay, okay. Dave, very astute, not laundering. He actually wants these things going on. But the shady part is he takes out a loan with the Chicago mob to get uh, the porn shops and car dealerships. Oh, online. so now they're going to come break So you leg. got the CD-ness right. It was just the input, not the output. Gotcha, Cody, gotcha. what was the name of his porn shops? Dude, I, I mean, come know. on. Karateka? Karateka. No, what, what it's the, the chain karate store, right? What is it called? Tiger Showman's. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, Tiger Showman's porn, porn. And, you know, it's porn in, like, the 60s going on the 70s. It's got that, like, sweet, sweet, full bush kind I mean, of stuff going on. You know what I mean? You know, sometimes you see some of those, like, I call them indie porn artists because, like, they're going back to the roots. I say, mm. hey, congratulations to you, lady. I like that. They get, well, so these are like porns with like the dicks got sideburns, <laughs> you know? Yeah. 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 Mutton chops. Yeah, yeah. Mutton. The balls have mutton chops. Right, right. Yeah. Like mm. this was back when porn was like, I mean, it's, you know, like that was some low fidelity shit going on. Well, there. that was back VHS, in the day when yeah. porn, porn was romantic. Now it's a business. <laughs> now it's a business. <laughs> what are you talking about? Yeah, there's tentacles involved. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I can't get off unless I'm getting fucking choked by a tentacle. You're talking my language, mm-hmm. Dave. I'll, I'll, I'll DM you soon and we can connect. <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah. Plan them seeds. So, this man is the Julius Sleezer of the 1970s. Ooh, and Julius Sleezer! Oh. You like that? He's up all night. Anyway, so Dave sniffed out this bombshell early, but he took out mob loan money to open up said dealerships and was uh, he making porn. his own porn so though, or was he just selling porn? Uh, oh, I, I bet he was you probably he was. Making his I own bet you there was a too. hidden he, there was a hidden camera. He brought home playmates. He had set up a hidden camera, which is actually a feat because cameras used to be the size of a. Buick. Yeah, I mean, yeah, he had like yeah, a whole yeah. line, like uh, like Dojo Babes one, Dojo Babes in two. the seventies. That had to have been like film. Yeah, it's probably like, super. Betamax wasn't even a thing yet. That's you true. Know? Like gee, the VHS and Betamax weren't until like seventy nine or eighty or something. So something I'd, I I yeah. think I might have mentioned on the show a couple times. I actually collect old porn. I collect like super eight porn and shit. Do they do do any of them do any have you have you have you encountered any of them that were like gross uh, a few of them like physically not not watching no, 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 yeah a few gross. of them uh the cases were questionable oh <laughs> you oh. gotta see them so in- maybe maybe some dna i mean dna that's been long dead long Fucking dead knew it. for a long Fucking time knew it. there's you know maybe if you pull out like the archaeological information and like you could start a you could start a jurassic park <laughs> yeah for sure Wow. Uh, but no, yeah. uh, a lot of the porn back then, which is fucking weird to think about, though. If you're buying porn in 1960, you maybe have like two or three porns that you have on like Super 8 film. There's no sound and you have to watch it over a projection. So yeah. like your neighbors yeah, are definitely no... knowing you're watching fucking porn. 
they can hear the motor going on the projector. Like, oh, Travis is at it again. And it only lasts for about 15 minutes. You know, I mean, I mean, that gets the job done, but it takes 45 minutes to set it up. Yeah, right. So takes out mob money to do this. So he's essentially a low-ranking mobster in the Chicago outfit. Sure, sure. Good for him. Sensei, cosmetologist, lemon dealer, porn seller. (laughs) Lemon dealer. Mobster. Holy shit. This guy is all over. Bull killer. 60s and 70s sleeves. Yeah. Bull killer. Yeah, he milked that bull to death. (laughs) And and Red Bull was born. (laughs) So Dante is uh, feathering some mobster penis right now. Feathering some mobster scrotum. Fluffer. Feather them bang. Now, I want to talk to you quickly about a incident they, that may or may not be related with our boy Dante. The date, the 1st of October, 1974, at 1 a.m. The place, the Perlator Armor Car Headquarters Vault. Oh, Whoa. sounds legit. T- very legit. Time-delayed firebombs detonated and set the bl- vault on fire. So, emergency responders were able to extinguish the blaze and defuse the undetonated charge. So, there's a bunch of these things on. few of them go off. Fucking firefighters go in, fucking stomp out the fire, and then defuse the other three or four uh, time fire bombs. I don't know if there's a word for it because, like, Molotovs are a fucking thrown. But dude, it's a nail bomb. It's IRA, dude. He's Irish. No, it's fire bomb. Okay. So, no cash was lost to the fire, but $4.3 million were unaccounted for. Unaccounted for? It, there, it just wasn't there. Nothing, no money was burned, but the, the safe is shy. fucking million dollars. That's clever. So putting two and two together, authorities and the Perlator company had seemingly been heisted for $4.3 million, and the perpetrators tried torching the joint to cover up their Ah. trap. But did it work? No, because they were able to find out $4.3 million. (laughs) They should have hired George Clooney instead of this tiger boy. Right? Ocean's Ocean's 69. 69, nice. Uh, This, by the way, is the largest heist in history. What? Really? What year? $4.3 million. 74. Damn. 1974 for $4.3 million. Man. So the the Chicago PD does some quick sleuthing and arrests are made within the Chicago Organized Crime Syndicate. And in order to start prosecution, the DA attempted in wrangling some low-level mobsters to flip. He's like, hey, we know you. You have a rap sheet. Do you know who did this? Are you going to feel? I'm, I'm just guessing. Are you going to say, like, they got, find the guy, but he goes up to, like, the bench, and he's like, hey, bench. And he just, like, hits them with, with the hey, fucking bench. dim sum or whatever it is, and they fucking die. <laughs> dim mock. <laughs> he flipped, and then he flips the shrimp into his hat. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there you go. So they're trying to flip low-key uh, mobsters on whoever heisted the perlator. And also, uh, the Chicago PD is on the lookout for any information regarding the mastermind of the heist, because we pretty much they, they pretty much have good ideas who fucking, you know, was the wheel man, who fucking, you know, was the enforcer, dirty work. But they're like, mm, mastermind, not too sure, dubious, don't know who that guy is. So they're trying to put it all together and they cast a dragnet for the quote unquote little fish of, sh- of the Chicago crime scene. And you bet your ass, Count Dante was one such little fish. And he was subpoenaed to, you know, submit to questioning and the lovely, lovely lie detector tests that were admissible in court in 74. (laughs) Those things are fake. 
So Dante showed up uh, for questioning in his purple cape, but not <laughs> his day glow leotard. He's like, what you want? So he shows up and he's like, I'm not saying nothing because I literally Dude, don't Netflix know nothing. would be all over this guy if he existed today. Right? There, I need fucking like Will Ferrell to be this guy. Yeah, why yeah. isn't there a movie about like is there a movie about him or no? Cody. Yeah, it's I called Pineapple Express. <laughs> there you go. Cody, get on this script, dude. Make a million. Give me some. Yeah, you and me. Give me some yeah, too. Yeah. Dim some. Um, Dante was all like, I don't know nothing and I can't tell you anything. Uh, give me the lie detector. So Dante gets hooked up to the lie detector and Dante pretty much is like, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know for every question. And he passes the lie detector and the texts are like, there's no deception here. And Count Dante's uh, testimony is unusable because he literally doesn't say anything mm. spicy and the lie detector says he's not lying. So Dante was thanked for his cooperation and sent home. Now, getting, you know, he just cooperated with the law, so he's a little, how do I say this? He got a little leniency from the, the, the boys in blue. Okay. So Dante. At this point, Dante walks away and starts spiraling out of control. <laughs> He's invincible right now. With the cocaine and the hookers and everything? Yeah, the cocaine hookers. Maybe cocaine. Nothing says cocaine, but definitely painkillers mixing with booze. Oh, that's never oh, good. Oh, yeah. No. I mean, unless um, it's good, because then it's a blast. <laughs> he stops participating, but keeps throwing those fight club type tournaments with the cement floors. He's just like getting no fatter. Worries. Like getting, he's getting fatter and he's getting like skinny like fat he, because he's doing pills and like eating nothing but yeah, donuts. Yeah, his head's fat. Yeah. His head's fat, but his waist is skinny. So he sinks into the depth. Not of like me. I'm a healthy he, boy. I'm a healthy man. I don't do drugs. This no. is just all. This is all beef. You're healthy. All health. My my. It's different. My grandma says I have big bones. I don't know if you've heard that That's, before. Yeah, uh, maybe well, I don't know. It's kind of like a. It's kind of a That's, family thing. I don't know. You might not have heard that. Is that like a? Is that like an Irish thing? It's a. It's a tra- tra- yeah. Travis thing. It's a me. You just wouldn't understand. You wouldn't understand. Don't worry. I'm not doing any drugs. <laughs> this is. I'm big boned. <laughs> Grandma. So he sinks into this like chasm of depravity. Booze, painkillers, fight clubs for his entertainment. That is actually kind of wearing thin on him. He's noted looking very bored at these quote unquote blood sport matches. So surprise, surprise. Ask me Whoa, how he does. We're going there right now. We're going there. We're, we're already there. Booze and painkillers are. I already a slippery know how slippery. he died. He fell asleep while he was on Vicodin, and then the tiger ate him. <laughs> he, he aspirated on his own vomit. Travis was actually right. Age 36, 1975. In the middle of the night, a bloody ulcer had erupted in Dante's gut, killing him in his sleep. Whoa. And now, a few posthumous shenanigans. Um, after Dante's death, a punk rock band uh, cropped up named Count Dante and the Black Dragon Fighting Society. That's legit. They, they uh, dressed like him, uh, had a set list, and they broke up their set list with motivational speaking. <laughs> <laughs> so like, they'd play a song, and they'd be like, you can do anything. You can shatter any bricks, any, any pile of bricks. Regardless. You can kill a bull with one punch. You can strap dynamite to a rival's dojo. <laughs> <laughs> but there's like 70s punk, so it's like, yeah. Yeah. Exactly. They immediately got a cease and desist because uh, the Black Dragon Fighting Society like, was like, you can't do that. Travis, you want to start and a band? I would love to start a band. I'm really good at playing uh, just cymbals. Just the- <laughs> cymbals. And I, I really love playing the vocals. Yeah, playing the vocals. And playing uh, slide whistle. I got a slide whistle for you, by the way. Trust me. And hey, here's a here's a new technique. Ooh, <laughs> whoop, whoop, whoop. 
Visionary. I just got the weirdest bottle. <laughs> you too? <laughs> uh. So, also at this time, disgruntled lawyer Mr. Bob uh, had penned his memoirs after Dante's passing. In Cooley's expose, he shockingly reveals Dante was not only involved with that perlator heist, he was the shadowy mastermind in question. No, guy's too dumb for yeah. that. Well, we'll get there. So, Dante had asked Mr. Bob, to prepare a defense case when Dante whiffed the lie detector test. But to everyone's surprise, Dante managed to lie and not be and detected. And get away with it. Ooh, and get so away with it. So he used another ancient Asian technique of mastering the lie detector. Yeah, yeah. You don't even let anybody know that you're going to declare war, and then boom, <laughs> you fucking bomb Pearl Harbor. Do you, do you want to know the real way to fake? Dude, to, to, to Dave, ask listen, because this guy the, the, is the lie detector desk. noticed he's a little bit Asian. It's Asian not an technique. Asian technique. It was on it was on Penn and Teller's bullshit. Is, do you do you? OK, so I've heard a couple different things. One, you put a tack under your big toe in your shoe. That was on Mythbusters. That doesn't work because people are on the lookout for that and will just frisk your shoes. OK, nowadays. two uh, pennies under your tongue. Like two of them? Never heard of that, but I would assume that doesn't work for the same reason the tax don't. Um, and uh, that's it. That's all I'm aware of. The way you do it is every time you're asked a question that you're going to tell the truth on is you flex your sphincter. I, I'm Dude, doing I've that. been doing that the whole episode. So <laughs> if someone asks you, if someone asks you, is your name Dave? Do you live in Arizona? And I flex you my be sphincter. Truthful? You, you flex your sphincter. That stresses your body internally to think it's lying. All right. So it's a it's a false positive. Lie. It's it, a false positive. It's a false positive. And then when you actually want to lie, you don't flex your sphincter. Oh. So Dave flexing his sphincter now has re- made a different response in my body to <laughs> <laughs> Wait, is there some homoerotic shit I'm missing? I think I, I think I get about an inch taller when I do it, <laughs> dude. That's a prolapse. That's a flex. <laughs> <laughs> so there's some historical dissonance whether Dante was actually the mastermind. People say uh, lawyer Bob just included that to to, to, to move more memoirs. I see. It's like oh, you, you made your you made your flamboyant. You know what I mean. Uh, sensei character the heistman mastermind just to some memoirs but i think it actually makes sense because um dante his dad was worked at a bank so maybe he knew how fucking vaults work and vault security works because of his dad uh dante as dave said earlier had amateur explosive know-how oh. with the dynamite and the dynamite didn't go off <laughs> not yeah the dynamite didn't go off not all the fire bombs went off and thirdly dante may have been trying to repay mob loans oh. with the checkpoint so the, there's nothing hard, but like there's three like chubs yeah, of yeah, like yeah. this could be what he was doing. It's it's no no means conclusive, but there's evidence. Yeah. So his dad knew about vaults. He could have learned about vaults there. Some expertise, some the operative word with explosives, and also maybe the shady mob loans. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He had, he had so motive. My extremely mm-hmm. Irish. Um, grandfather. When my grandmother died, we found his checkbook. He was making checks out to the IRA, and also this guy called Dante. <laughs> oh, <laughs> really? But also, like, imagine just writing a check so- to like Al Qaeda. <laughs> don't do that. Yeah, don't do that. That's why Bitcoin. Yeah, exactly. Use your Tor browser or whatever. Mm-hmm. So there you have it. Count Juan Rafael Dante, born 
John Timothy Keehan, an Irish guy with an Italian surname pretending to be Spanish who practiced Japanese martial arts, <laughs> sensei, cosmetologist, smut peddler, possible dealer of vehicular lemons, probable vault Cody, ice I mastermind. Ha- definitely rapes in Greece. All right. Definitely. Um, no, so I oh, think no. that this guy, man, Cody, you brought a hero in. You brought... You brought Julius Sleezer. That was that was that was a fucking wild ride. I did not expect Murder, a lot of that. Heists, yeah. uh, Playboy bunnies. Yeah, that 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 that's one hell of a life this guy led. Like, I mean, he definitely deserves the chopping block. But I kind of, I kind of, he endeared himself to me. <laughs> if you're on the fence over a roast mortem subject, that means we vetted well. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, I mean, I'm just saying if I started it, I think I should just I I'm going to do it. Fuck it. Pacific Northwest. Look for the new chain of karate um, dojos called Travis Fu. It's like Shaq Fu, but we (laughs) Shaq Fu. But we uh, teach you how to eat cheeseburgers very quickly where the normal man would choke. You won't. Are they? Are they White Castle? No, these you guys are full, have White Castle. Are, there? No, we don't. These are full size burgers, dog. <sighs> you're just gonna chew, you're gonna get them down real quick. All about opening your gut. We're gonna train with hot dogs first because it's easier to fucking jam down your throat. This has been a yeah. Yeah, well, you're yeah. welcome. Yeah. Well, you get me and Dave <laughs> in the same show. I don't know. Things get a little weird. There's a little bit of tension. Sweaty tension. and like you know, heavy heavy breath. You know. <laughs> well. I'll try and edit that out. <laughs> well, thank you, Cody, and thank, thank, thank you, thank you, Dave, for joining us. Yes. Thank you for having me. Should I plug yeah, my plug, plug the Dave here? Shit. Yes, plug. Uh, I am the second worst host on the Not for Human Consumption podcast. Um, there mm-hmm. are two more better than me and one worse. Uh, you can find all of our things at nfhcpodcast.com. That's NFHC for Not For Human Consumption Podcast dot com. Uh, we got merch. Uh, we have a Patreon. Um, we have a Pornhub channel. Uh, we have we have an OnlyFans, guys. Yeah, um, I heard you had so, some problems with how to label your... There's so dude, many... you can't say so many things on OnlyFans. You can't say drunk or drink or drunken or... Uh, Enema? You, you can't say... You can't, you can't say so many things. Yeah. Like... Like half, of, we had to censor half of our fucking that's spiel really fuck, just to get really our OnlyFans. Because I saw well, a girl you, shove a frog into her anus on OnlyFans. I'm saying <laughs> I watched a girl use an ovipositor from OnlyFans. Yeah. You know what's wrong with that? Nothing's wrong with it. I'm just saying I can't say drink or drunk or, but I can watch a girl lay an egg inside well, of her vagina. She was completely sober when she laid that egg inside of her vagina. Thank you very much. Allegedly. <laughs> Yeah, no, check out their show. It's amazing. Uh, Dylan is the star. It's all about Dylan. Yeah, Dylan. It's all about Dylan. Dylan. He's he's the the host that's worse than me. The other two guys uh, are are better than me. And Dylan. Oh, was that not obvious? It's just dick and also beard bomb. uh, Either beard bomb. It's just dick and fart jokes, and uh, you know we talk about video games and our penises and so our our it's a very it's a very uh, wide overlap between our fans. Yeah, yeah, you we're on brand with each other quite a bit. All right, well, thanks for having me, guys. Yeah, I appreciate thank, it. Thank, thank you, everyone. Thank you, especially to our premium producer, Sean Bowrain. Did I get it. We love you, Sean. Air horns. Sean laughs harder than all of you. Hardest laugher. He's so fucking hard at laughing. Uh, and yeah, Cody, thanks for bringing us in, and uh, Danky Shane. I did it. Shane. 
take my taekwondo lessons where I will teach you how to touch tip harder yes. than any other child. Uh, you Imagine Tom being really mean and then signing off. <laughs> well, that's true with everything. Dude, they do that in Spain every you gotta, day. You, you gotta steal that bull's peach. Alright. <laughs> <laughs> oh, awesome. Boners, guys. Boners. Boners! Boners!